0: Hello, Tom here. The Berkshire Football Stories podcast has got a new sponsor. Exciting, huh? That doesn't mean that we've got new kit, though. The club's secretary has made us print it over the top of last season's shirt sponsor. He reckons it'll stretch to at least another year. He mumbled something about those footballs we keep kicking over the fence, not paying for themselves. Our new sponsor? Oh, that would be MRS Digital. An award winning digital marketing agency offering affordable social media, pay per click, and search engine optimization to help local businesses thrive since 1999. To find out more, visit mrs.digital and tell them we sent you. Hello, and welcome to Berkshire Football Stories, the podcast with me, Tom Canning, and him, Rob Davis. This is our pub but not in a pub chat podcast we're doing daily to try and keep ourselves and all of you busy during the lockdown. You can see more podcasts by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. You can also follow us on Twitter at FI Berkshire and find out more at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Today, our special guests, and it's plural... Uh, we're trying something brand new we've got we've got two guests today but they are julian fox and lee carpenter otherwise known as fc video uh, and they join us on the phone hello guys
1: Hi. Good afternoon. Uh,
0: how are you both
1: yeah very well it's uh, obviously strange times but um yeah, both of us are still working i, I work in a bank that's uh, open for reduced hours um, you know, to keep us as safe as we can, but uh, to help customers with essential banking needs. Um, but then a lot more time on my hands in the evenings <laughs> and at weekends.
2: Yeah, uh, similarly, I work for um, actually the same bank, but I work in London uh, in the kind of the IT department. So I'm still working a nine yeah. to five, Monday to Friday. So I don't have quite as much time as what <laughs> Julian does.
0: This this must be quite strange for you at because obviously the glorious weather you'd normally be out shooting uh, midweek football matches. Um, what what would uh, I guess where we start because we we could start at the beginning, but I want to get straight into the football. We'll come to sort of uh, how you guys got started, but what would a typical week look for look like for you guys in FC video?
1: We we were actually just saying this morning when you look at what would have been the calendar this Saturday just coming up would probably have been the busiest Saturday of the season because all of our clubs were playing at home. We (laughs) we basically just cover home games for everybody. Um, They were all at home. And we also had two Southern Amateur League Cup finals lined up as well, which was like one after the other. So it was going to be very busy and potentially a very exciting time because we've got clubs in really, really interesting positions in the league, you know, two at the wrong end if you like but yeah. the others actually fighting for promotion so um, yeah from my point of view it's it's kind of a bit flat that we're missing out on what was you know, uh, probably one of the best seasons we've we've had collectively with all the clubs we're following
0: Um, I, I just uh, uh, sorry carry on Lee
2: no 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 it's fine I'd I say yeah echo what Julian was saying especially regarding the promotions I think I did a very quick tally so It's probably wrong, but in our time we've actually seen six promotions with different clubs Um, and as Gina says, that is a great time to actually be involved with a club Mm. Um, especially when you're behind the scenes sometimes, you know the players, you know the managers you become part of the team Um, and to go suddenly from building up to that, to suddenly having it pulled away, and we all know the reasons why it's been pulled away that's um the way it is um uh, it's just suddenly you have that folder out from under you does leave a kind of a void um which we're desperately trying to fill
0: um i just just two two questions then i rob i will unleash you um but I, I so can you just tell us who you cover and 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 how on earth with two of you do you cover eight teams on a on a saturday
2: okay so if i go with the Teams-wise, starting with the the Berkshire sides as such, we do Maidenhead, United National League, we've got Slough in the National South, and Hungerford as well, who we started filming for the beginning of this season. Um, Outside of that, we've also got Wood, we've got Hazen Yedding, Farnborough. Um, We do a little bit of Winchester City as well, uh, when we have um, the ability to do that. Um, and also we've done the occasional game this season for Windsor as well, obviously staying within the Berkshire side.
1: We, we, yeah, we actually just we helped Mark Cooper of Windsor with two games very recently, and we, we were probably doing four or five more before the season right. was finishing. But yeah, you asked the question, how do we do it? <laughs> um, so over the years, when, when there's been another club that, you know, through social media, I suppose there have been... Um, people understood who we were and have liked what we were doing and so been in touch. And we didn't, we've never really wanted to turn anybody down because you, we're no different to any football player. You don't really know from one season to the next, whether club's going to keep you on. So we kind of didn't want to shut the door on anyone. So we've just over the years, just gradually pulled in a few more friends um, to come and help us. And, And we've also, there's quite a network of video guys out there and, and we've, we've picked up friends as well that, uh, that work for other clubs that we've been able to call upon every now and then, you know, any chance you can help us this week because we've got so many games and there's not enough of us.
3: So uh, you mentioned your clubs there and all the um, uh, teams you do uh, video for, and I've certainly seen a lot of your videos over um, uh, social media and other platforms, uh, but what specifically is it you do for the clubs? Is it just, uh, is it a highlights package? Or is there any other um, um, sort of uh, bits you do for them? Either one. <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> well, I was, it, it, so it does the level of activity that that we have for each club does vary greatly, partly on how big their media setup is already. So some mm. of them just by filming the game, you know, we do every club. We film the game, obviously. Every club, we make the footage available to the club or to the manager, um, and um, we do the highlights. After that, it then varies on how much the club do themselves and how much they want us to do. Um, and uh, yeah, Lee, Lee, you probably want to add to that because you you're more involved in some of the extra bits that are done for a couple of them.
2: Yeah. So, with regard to the National League, National League South uh, teams, we also have a. Well, the clubs have a, a duty to actually provide uh, highlights to, um, to, sorry, the full footage to um, uh, an external company who then make that available to all the other teams in the league. Um, so we kind of make sure they get those. And when you go into the national teams, league teams, uh, they also have the um, requirement to actually have all their games filmed for BT Sports. Um, and what we do there is from the beginning of this season, we actually live stream uh, all of the so all the Bournemouth, all the maidenhead games uh, and they're broadcast live back to uh, BT Sports in the Olympic uh, stadium um, and so we ensure that compliance is there as well
1: uh, and also we very should... very tight deadlines as well
2: yes I'm back, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it does make it interesting when you've got four or five clubs all playing at home at the same time, trying to um, get them all out, especially when you've got people who are filming it um, who we've pulled in and they've then got to get the, the footage to us to allow us then to get the footage out to the relevant uh,
3: bodies. It was uh, quite interesting what you say you're providing it for other clubs. Is that uh, purely for. Um sort of scouting purposes or is it um, uh, why do other clubs need highlights of um, their opponents in the National League and National League South?
2: Well, something National League brought in probably about three or four years ago um, they use a company uh, which is now called OptiPro um, and basically they're like a, an analysing type company so everybody in the National League, National League North, National League South needs to upload the full 90 minutes to them uh, by Sunday morning at about six o'clock. So they'll then process those games and then make them available out to all the other clubs. So from um, a snail point of view, for example, they can see any game uh, within their league uh, going back to the beginning of the season. So it allows them time to prepare to see what the other clubs are doing
3: say that mm. is a league requirement. Mm. It's interesting that it's so detailed that far down mm. the pyramid. You know, you'd expect that, at, you know, Premier League, Championship, and probably the the rest of the league clubs. But to have that ability in the National League as well is quite um, impressive in a way. You know, uh, for the league to arrange it. I think
1: what what's also interesting beyond that is that we've then got two Southern League teams that we're filming for that don't want us to be sharing too much online that others can see. Um, And so gradually that's come down and down and down how much they want to be available. So, you know, the the managers obviously get in the full game uh, and the coaching team and the players I think are on WhatsApp groups and that kind of thing. But uh, other than that, you know, they're happy for us to put the goals out and not too much more really.
0: Um, Go on, Rob.
3: I was just going to say, are there any restrictions you face when um, um, making the, these uh videos available because you say they're like uh managers don't want huge highlights of their games going out to their opposition but um like uh if national league managers are already going to have that uh available or that uh, that video available for other clubs um do you have any restrictions in terms of tv rights i guess for uh, putting things out in your own channels
2: uh there are um embargoes on us which is um a fairly hot topic within the um Uh, the national Mm -hmm. clubs um, whereas we're not allowed to put highlights or any kind of action out uh, from the games which we film until Monday morning Um, so normally what we used to do on a Saturday once we filmed it we'd normally get home and try and get the goal clips out um, Saturday evening Um, so while it's still fresh in the mind of the supporters and so they get a chance to see it that unfortunately for the national clubs has now gone until Monday. So we're now just doing the highlights. Um, And there is a a lot of disgruntled clubs around that, not just the ones we're dealing with, um, but generally they want to be able to put out their highlights out um, as quickly as possible um, as a a service to the fans. Um, Larger clubs use it to get additional revenue from advertising coming in. Um, so it's all of that sort of stuff
0: which uh, they can't do. Um, on the on the on this uh, this sort of sending sending stuff off and, and companies using it to analyze games, is, it, is there a? I, I presume I might be slightly naive here. I presume there's a, a financial incentive for you guys to to send this off to them, or is it just an expectation? Because if there's an expectation, that seems mildly unreasonable.
2: I think it's a negative uh, financial, as in if it doesn't get done, the clubs get fined.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs>
2: so <laughs> if you call that financial incentive, uh, yes
0: <laughs> um if i can i can i ask you sort of because it, it's a business fc video is a business am i right in, in thinking that so so how how do you how do you work with clubs and how do you how do you generate funds because obviously you've got equipment to pay for if you're covering eight games then there's 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 equipment that needs to be paid for so so I, I'm, I'm not after you to tell me figures or anything like that but just how does that sort of business model work
1: it is exactly as you were saying. We we obviously we need to make sure that we're receiving enough that makes it possible to replace equipment, upgrade service, um, get everything we need. But but equally, as I say, there there could be a day when there's five or six games going on. We've got four others. We've got to bring in to, to film games, and we're we're giving them some money to do it. Um, so, yeah, it's it's what, what would you say, Lee? Is it's handy additional. Pocket money for us—you—you it's, it's, you couldn't live on it. <laughs> but yeah. I must—but I am missing it at the moment. Yeah, as Julian says it's definitely
2: not um, enough to uh, earn a wage from. It's uh, pocket money. It, it's a hobby that doesn't cost money, which is not too bad. <laughs> but you say, yeah, we've got the, the equipment. Um, obviously, a lot of the expense goes out on the cameraman because we we have a good team behind us um which we can rely on um so you need to make sure they are um, incentivized for use of a better word to make sure that they know that we can rely on them we don't just kind of have people who come in who have never picked up a camera before we try and make sure the service we provide to the clubs is as good as we can get it
3: So, uh, how many uh, people do you have working for FC Video then, uh, as a rough estimate? And how much of the videoing do you guys do yourselves, personally? So we've got
1: five of us that are out every Saturday. Is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or available every Saturday? <laughs> yeah, I'll
3: just go
2: through numbers. Yeah.
1: Um, and then then we've got others that we can call upon, some more often than others. Um, as long as you give enough notice, um, uh-huh. and then but, and then we've all got the odd thing that comes up that's going to prevent us being able to film anyway. So uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's basically a core team of five, isn't it? And then um, and then we've got. Uh, I mean, the Hungerford situation was slightly different because the guy that was already filming there still films there, but gives us the footage. And and if he's not available, then we'll cover it. And that's what Hungerford needed really was just that that back up, because when he was there and their only person, they didn't have anything to fall back on if he wasn't available.
3: When you, uh, um, so you've got, uh, one of the five of you will turn up to a game, what sort of uh, facilities do you get? So obviously you've got these, uh, uh, some sort of camera filming equipment to take there with you. When you pitch up to a game, uh, what are you presented with and what do you have to set up? And, uh, you know, how do you make it work?
1: So that, that depends on the club as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's the vantage points from the clubs are very different. Obviously, the top two divisions, uh, National League, National League South, have more purpose-built facilities generally because, you know, if they didn't have beforehand, like Maidenhead didn't have, then BT Sport would have been in and built it. Um, yeah. So you had a gantry, although the one they originally had, I mean, there really was. Although there was a little roof on there, it wasn't very protective. And there was one particular game when I mean, by the end I was absolutely drenched. Everything I had was soaked. The, the lens that I couldn't see from you know the, the water on the lens, and and we just said to them, "This, you know, we we." I, I actually had to swap and get my own camera out at the boot half time from. You know, rather than using the BT Sport camera because it it wouldn't work in the second half because it got so wet. Oh, um, so, and but they have that has been taken down and reconstructed since. And uh, I don't think I've been there in really bad weather since. But uh, but it it feels a lot more um, safer in the uh, you know, to the <laughs> elements, as it were. Uh-huh. But so yeah, I mean you know, Hayes and Yedding have got a brand new massive stands which is i mean it doesn't matter how much is raining you're not going to get a drop of rain up there um you know whereas others uh like wheeled stone a little gantry that's built on top of a um the food bar that is okay but yeah you, you still it, it does always seem to be windy up there it's not that high but it's it's still the wind just comes in sideways all the time <laughs>
2: And obviously going down to the other extremes, you do have um, uh, the lower teams where, um, especially when we used to do film away matches, where you'd turn up and just think, where the hell am I going to go? You're literally almost filming (laughs) on ground level, which is not ideal. Um, You just try and make the best of whatever you can do. Obviously, while still adhering to whatever the stewards say to make sure you can go here, you can't go there. Sometimes you're thinking, Can I go there? You think that's be really ideal? And they say, No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, where next? And it's yeah. At the end of the day, providing you kind of stick to what they say and are friendly and abide um the instructions that most clubs are trying to help you out as much as they can do. Um
0: in so in your time covering, so I was just reading you. you guys sent me a, an article to have a quick look at, and it said you've been sort of doing this since two thousand and six. Is that a, is that is that about right? Two thousand five. Two thousand and five. Yeah. Uh, I knew I'd get it. Yeah. We've lost said. a year. Yes. Um, Almost exactly our fifteenth birthday. Oh, isn't it? Wow! Yeah. Uh, well, in, well, in uh, that in that time, you must have seen some absolutely amazing games. Um, are there any that really stand out? And similarly, I want to ask you about some of the worst games you've seen as well. But um... <laughs> we better answer that one. <laughs> um...
1: I mean, we, like, we've we've now both filmed at Wembley Stadium. Wow! Is, yeah. is, is that is that wow. the pinnacle of a videographer's career? Fortunately, I... <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, fortunately, you know, Borenwood played Tramiers Rovers in the, the playoff final uh, two seasons back, wasn't that? Um, which was oh. just fantastic opportunity for us which we're really grateful for the club for getting us in and up on the uh, television gantry um so that that was in terms of the prestige and the yeah. surroundings that was it in in terms of game i mean it's funny because we've been putting some old footage online and and i still look back to hazen yeddings uh, conference self playoff semi final first leg and second leg where yeah you know, this, what was it, 2009? Was it? I've forgotten what year we are. No, sorry. Is <laughs> that, that, that right? It was 2009. I have no idea. Oh, um, so they, they were 4 0 <laughs> down against Eastleigh in the first leg. Right. <clears throat> and top goal scorer Josh Scott was sent off. And they still, by the end of that first leg, were fourth that was at home. And they were 4 2 down at the final whistle, I think. And then in the replay, got, got it back to. Well, they won 2 0 if you like in the 90 minutes, so it was four all went into extra time and then they, they won it. It was that was amazing. <laughs> so, I, I that, that one I remember. You got another favorite Lee? Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, that was going to be one of the ones I chose. The other one would have been almost anything that involves promotion is really um good. Uh, so, probably for me, one of the best ones would have been Slough a couple of seasons ago. Uh, final against Kings Lynn, where we went up to there. Um, it was I, when you know the game's delayed for 30 minutes because they're still trying to get um, all the supporters in. You know, okay, it's going to be good atmosphere. <laughs> yes, going one nil down, and pulling it back just before half time, um, and then scoring. Manny Williams, who Sydney we're actually doing an interview with in about two hours' time, um, scoring in the 89th minute um to win it and win promotion yeah that that's when you think yeah i like doing this job <laughs>
3: you said the work, the the work yeah <sighs> yeah well
1: it's just, yeah. i was just thinking about it. was it i was thinking who hasn't yet played was it against bromley and th- these were in the days when we had to film the game onto a dvd
0: oh wow right
1: and um so that you could literally give a dvd to the uh the manager at the end and and the dvd had you could put an hour on it i think is that right Lincoln? wasn't it oh no i know it was the tape in the yeah because you used to film one to a cassette and, that's right and it lasted for an hour and there was one game and the referee had added about 14 minutes on and we were absolutely no idea why and and it was a real panic you know the, the pressure of thinking this tape's gonna run out <laughs> and they think at what Little... moment do i swap it out and get a new one on <laughs> Um, so yeah, I could, that that was that was something else. And that and that game actually, I got um, I got a call from Alan Wilkie, who was he was actually the referee. You know, when Eric Cantona did his kung fu kick. Um, oh wow! And he was at the time involved in some kind of referee training, and he he wanted to use that particular game as a, a like a training exercise because he'd heard about everything that went on in it. Yeah. Because, um, so, uh, yeah, that, that, I suppose although you remember it because of the, <laughs> how bizarre it was at the time. Uh, yeah, not great fond memories of that particular one. Uh... Um, yeah, and for me,
2: I said I can't remember who it was. It could have been something like Concord Rangers or something like that. So it's the other side of London. Um, all I remember is it was cold, it was wet, it was snowing. I was on a gantry, which had absolutely no cover whatsoever. Um, I think it must have been in a fumble of haze, but one of them actually took a picture of me. You can see me underneath (laughs) this umbrella I managed to get hold of. Uh, And um, I just don't remember the game or anything like that. I just remember absolutely freezing, trying to hold a camera, film properly, and hold an umbrella. And it was thinking, yeah. So you go from the highs of the playoffs, thinking, I love this job thinking, why am
1: I here? Yeah. <laughs> I I I'm saying, Lee, Lee you didn't mention the trip you had round to Essex, was it Billericky? With Farnborough when you got all the way there, Oh, and you know, they called like, it the, off. The game was called <laughs> <it> literally, <laughs> literally, literally just before kick off, oh, you know
2: no. Um <laughs> <laughs> Spencer today wasn't impressed with that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah he had he had a good old round, didn't he? Yeah.
0: <laughs> who uh who do you guys support if you're if you're allowed to say? You, who do who do you guys follow?
1: Uh, well, if you're talking about my my football league club, uh, QPR.
0: Right, that's okay. We're al- that's allowed. <laughs>
1: and, oh, I'm Fulham, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there's a little bit of
1: rivalry there. I do I mean, g- genuinely, and I mean this genuinely. I think every club that we film for, you are rooting for them because the success that they have is, as Lee just said earlier, it's, it's fantastic. So. I mean, I've absolutely loved the involvement with Wildstone this year because it—it has just been so exciting the way they play. Um, you know, it's such a shame that the way things are, that they've not. I mean, obviously we don't know the outcome yet, yeah. but they've not been able to finish off and find out whether they would have hung on or, you know, sort of kept having it Waterlooville at bay or whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. that, that that thats really been good. And, and to be honest, Hayes and Yedding uh, they are on a right old role in uh, the Southern League mm-hmm. this year. It's been. It's been really good. I mean, that, you know, that's a club that's had some really bad times that are, are on their way back up now. Um, but yeah, it's it's just been. um say it's, earlier it's, it's, it's this season, it, it's such a shame. We understand why yeah. it had to be this way, but it was it was just one of the best we've had.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's always difficult. To sort of, I, I'd never kind of say what teams I prefer out of the ones we film because I think that would be. Uh, the wrong thing to do, but I always try and go right down the middle, especially when you've got a derby against two of your teams. It's a case of uh, I don't know who I want to win here, so it's, anyone comes up to you say I'm neutral, I'm not saying anything. Yeah,
3: well, <laughs> safest way. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you that like, sort of, uh, do, you, do you get uh, preferences for any teams, and um, how um, do you start? following one team more than another throughout the season when you're divvying up the games or do you just try and go to as many different clubs as possible? Well, I think it's a case of,
2: I mean, I will, if there's a Bournemouth game, I will normally do Bournemouth. Um, I'm normally the first call on them. Um, Julian's normally um, probably Maidenhead, probably if not available. Um, I'll normally pick up Slough. Julian will normally do Hayes. And Wheelstone. So don't come into right. us in this thing. Well, so
1: we yeah, can well, slip out, but depending on what's available. But Mitesh, one of our guys, actually lives oh, in yeah. Rice So that, you know, which is where Wheelstone are. So it's it's just the obvious thing for him to be yeah, doing those yeah. games.
3: Well, I guess we uh, take it back then, all the way to two thousand and five. How did you get started and uh, was it both of you at the same time, or did you uh, get going first, and the other one joined later on? Well, it, it was.
1: I I was the at the time, I was the secretary of the Middlesex FA Youth Cups, and um, and so I had to organise. There was like eleven or twelve finals or something, and, and one of the, the teams that were uh, in one of the finals approached me and said, "Are we allowed to get to hire someone to come in and video the game?" And and I, I gave them permission as long as you know, their opponents were were okay with it because the, the whole child protection thing is, is just a nightmare. Um, but it was all okay, and, and I, I got to see the DVD afterwards. And and it just struck me at the time, you know, if my child had got to a county cup final, I'd want a DVD of it, you know. Um, so it just seems like a shame that I've done, you know, I've arranged 11, 12 finals, and only one of them was filmed. And I, I could probably, I could share my own frustration that about three years before that, I used to play in the West Middlesex combination and and I actually scored a goal in a, in a cup final. And, and anyone that's played with me would know I didn't score too many goals. <laughs> so um, you and, said, no one's yeah, seen bit, it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, if you, I'm sure if you find the website, you'll see it somewhere. But so I, I, I I can't relive that. I can't I see my memory, but I can't see it. Um, I, I don't think anyone should score a goal in a cup final and not have a video of it. So mm-hmm. I, I, literally, I, I mean, the other thing is that I found out how much this guy had charged to be there and how much he sold all the DVDs for. And I thought, <laughs> okay. Um And I, so I just contacted Lee and, and cause I would not have been able to do this without Lee. Cause he'll know my PC skills are hopeless. Really. Um, he's still the FC video IT help desk. Um, but and I just said, "What do you think? Do you think we could have a go at this?" Because I, I was confident that I could film games, but I wouldn't have a clue what to, you know, where to even start in terms of uploading it and whatever. Um, and he said, "Yeah, let's do it." And we and we got, you know, we got a camera on eBay, and through my Middlesex contacts, I knew Steve Parsons, who was a secretary or still is a secretary of Staines Town, which is sort of the most senior non-league club on our doorstep, and I just said, "Can we come along?" And practice by filming your games, with a view to really just practicing there for the season, so that by the time we got to the following year, when all the cup finals are, we could actually start, you know, putting our name out saying, "Does anyone want a cup final filmed?" Um, and and by chance, talking about Berkshire, the very first game that we filmed was a pre-season friendly against uh, Reading, which was back in the days of. Steve Coppel, I think. Oh, okay. And that, and that, and that game it finished sixth three to, to Reading, so there were nine goals. So we had plenty of opportunities to practice doing replays and everything else. So, so it was a brilliant first game today, um, mm-hmm. and it, and so it, it kind of that's where it started. But it was always originally it was just about let's let's get ourselves in a situation where we can look after county cup finals, local league cup finals, that kind of thing, and it wasn't until few years later that somebody actually within Middlesex said to me, have you seen that Yedding are advertising for a video? And that was uh, Gary Haylock had just become their manager at the time um, and he's very, very detailed with analysis and that sort of thing and he, he didn't want to be a manager without having video and I, I think he actually even went as far as saying that he would he would almost sacrifice a player from his budgets. <laughs> just um, mm-hmm. video um and and so that that was the beginning really and 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 obviously that that was the year that that Yedding and Hayes merged um and and we've been there ever since and and everything else has really been as a result of social media and and um you know and, and our name being out there through I I guess sometimes it's the comical clips and the, the funny things we yeah. put on that get noticed that Suddenly, means that our
0: name's being branded around all over the place. Yep. Um, just to just to sort of round off, I've just I've just looked at the time, and we are uh, we are we're well into this now. Um, Rob, did you have anything else you you wanted to ask?
3: Oh, I got um, a couple, but um, I was going to ask you if we're rounding up one. What sort of clips of yours have uh, done the most the best on social media? What have you put out that's uh, like lots of people have commented on or liked and uh, seen? or enjoyed, the, the or per- not enjoyed even, commented on. <laughs>
1: I'll just mention, this is the funny thing. It always used to be the thing that was funny. It was never something that Lee filmed. Yeah, right. He got one in the end. But, yeah, the, the very first one was uh, Hazen word ground-sharing at Woking, and, um, and a, a, a Chelmsford player went to take a free kick, and he slipped as he was just about to take it, and he slipped into the ball and uh, Hazen Yedding obviously then took the ball away, ran up the field, a couple of passes and it was a goal. And <laughs> I got home that other, uh, I just, I, it was just so funny at the time and I, I just got home and uh, and put it online because I just wanted that to go straight away. It was one of those things I didn't want to go to bed without showing that because <laughs> everything we do is like we are football supporters really. We think everyone who was at that game would want to see that yeah, again. Yeah, um and within about three days it because that was just in that was before twitter that was just youtube and within three days that like it, it hit the million views um well, yeah. and it and it actually appeared on itv or like the london news after the main itv news at 10 and um and then we were contacted by bbc's football focus to ask if they could show it at the end of their program so that was like that was the original big one but but then for Maidenhead United, um, it, again, that was me filming, really. <laughs> uh, when yeah, what? Dave Tarpey scored the goal, um, which has been...
3: I thought it might be the one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been called the, the best non-league goal of all time, isn't it? When he yeah. you know, he did a little back flick over his head and then pulled it down, and controlled it, went past the player and slotted it in. And so that one, I mean, I, it's very difficult now because everyone picks up the, the footage and puts it on their own channels and their own yeah. so we don't we don't actually see it but they, they reckon it had been seen by about 10 million within some time and, and dave Tarfee actually then was on soccer am on on the saturday because of that wasn't it
2: yeah i think you want to mention the other one about made ned with the um header one which you also filmed
1: yeah
0: <laughs> oh i know this one i know this one is this the one with the free kick that the guy heads out of the yeah, Gary. Yeah, so you and were at,
1: you yeah. actually at the game, weren't you, Lee? Weren't you? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. We were both there that day. I happened to be filming it, and and I hadn't really noticed it at the time because sometimes because I don't think people realise sometimes when you're filming a game you don't necessarily notice all the little things that happen, and um, and and so that one you know, as far as I knew the ball had gone in you know, the free kick went over the bar didn't it and it and it just came back and I didn't realise what had happened but. Yeah, Lee can tell me the story of what happened (laughs) after that. Yeah, so I was actually
2: paying attention to the game. So, yeah, I saw it and then headed back. um, And I thought, yeah, that again. you don't think it's actually going to do anything, but you kind of put out a little link to say, oh, this is what happened. And again, that game picked up so many views and so many people were contacting us to say, "Uh, can we use it? Can we do this, do that? Um, And again, we had Sky Sports, uh, contact us to say they wanted to use it and again um come what the uh last name is but he kind S- it was uh on. sam barrett well sam barrett was the one who took the free kick
0: oh yeah sorry you mean the ladder with the header yeah yeah
2: right. is it, is it josh I can't remember his name now yeah. yeah that kind of came to my mind uh, i could not remember <laughs> um but he again appeared on um soccer i am with his girlfriend um <laughs> so yeah and it's it was interesting that um well, that was what a good two years ago and about six months ago someone must have picked it up again and it then suddenly started doing the rounds again um almost a <laughs> yeah. second life yeah. so on my phone suddenly my phone started <laughs> pinging again saying oh can we use this can we use that and like, oh, God's sake. <laughs> yes I, I
1: i just mentioned a couple of other things well because when i was a at... I filmed a game at Farnborough some time ago, and, and the ball had been cleared by a defender and actually landed in a bin and I, I didn't get it on camera because I was like I, was, I wasn't filming the ball going into the stand sort of behind me, but it went straight into the bin. I thought, oh, I missed that one. And then when I was at um, Chelmsford for uh, a game against Maidenhead United again, and there was a, there was a shopping trolley. I don't ask me why you know, um, Chelmsford had got this running track around right. the outside of the pitch. And behind the bench, there was a shopping trolley. So I got no idea why, but a player cleared the ball, and it landed—absolutely landed—and stayed in the <laughs> shopping trolley, which is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then, and then this season at Slough Town, we did actually have a clearance that landed in a bin directly yep. opposite. And I got that one. Fantastic. <laughs> <Well done>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I the
0: montage, I, d- I do remember there were, there was one we we asked you guys for um, back when we were football in Bracknell and uh, I think it was John Underwood trapping the ball on the side Oh and yes. like Unders has still got it that was uh, that was rather good as well
2: <laughs> yeah it was, it was a good one-two move from one of them wasn't it yes. one clicked it up and then, yeah <laughs> I'll <laughs> um, claim for that one, thanks.
0: Well, no, but please do. You, it, 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 it sounds like it's a it's a little bit unfair. This the way that these uh, these get shared out at the moment. So, <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much for joining us, guys. I really really appreciate it. Um, there is one question that we ask everybody at the end of our podcast before uh, before we go. Um, it's just uh, just to help everybody while they're sort of sat trying to find stuff on TV. Can you recommend a box set or a TV show that they should be watching?
1: So it's like I, I, so. I've um, my my son is just watching for the first time. uh You know the Lee Mac sitcom not going out. Yes, but I, I've loved them all the time, and <laughs> and so they're all on Sky Planner now. And my son is he's seventeen now, has been going through them all. He, he's, he loves Lee Mac anyway, so uh, so I enjoy those. And we I think we've got nine series on on the sky planner now which oh, have been on yeah. dave or Gold, and it's for, for some bizarre reason we just can't get series two at the moment anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, i've got it on dvd i'll uh, i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> loan it <at> you <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
2: yeah i haven't actually watched i haven't had time to watch new box set especially with uh, the job and then also we're doing an awful lot more content for the teens um at the moment anyway um Although I did watch, what's the film? I watched? probably wasn't the best thing to watch. I watched Contagion the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think why am I watching this? Um, I've, yes, but, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, watch that. I'm not sure it's a recommendation or not. Um, uh, and the other ones I've I've just seen, which has just come out, was the uh, Sunderland uh, yeah thing, which was I because of what we kind of do. I like I I've kind of you sometimes see the the bits other play people don't see so the um, behind the scenes stuff and I kind of like that sort of stuff so there's that and there's obviously the Leeds one and the original Sunderland one and it's interesting going back to you've got the class of 92 Mm -hmm. one with Salford City um, which is since you had one of my clips in it. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Getting uh,
0: a bit territorial now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just don't remember the um, check coming through for the royalties. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I like those kind of real-life behind-the-scenes stuff.
0: Ah, well, th- thank, you. thank you very much, guys, for your recommendations. Um, that was the Berkshire Football Stories podcast, Pub But Not In A Pub Chat, with Julian Fox and Lee Carpenter of FC Video. You can see more in this series by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. Please subscribe for all the latest, and if you have a minute, please give us a rating and a review. Uh, all that is left to say is that it's goodbye from me, Tom. Uh, it's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, and it's goodbye from Lee and Julian. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>